make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Hi, you're listening to Chris T on... Wait, you're listening to me at the moment, but Mr T, not the Mr T, but Chris T of the Along I'm Ricky Gervais. What I mean is, the programme that this is part of is, is Chris T, you, you get the idea. He's, he's quite a, sort of like a, uh, a wisecracker. I, I love those guys. I know, they're, they're, they, they laugh in the face of adversity, but they, they always end up at square one. I love that. Let him have it, Chris. 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 You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. What kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and really put the hook in me. I've been asked many, many times. Shortwave on both the fight program and the host. But the nice state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of space. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Stop. Yeah, stop. You get off. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I know how to talk to people. That's clear as a bubble's on the bell. Chris, what gives? Yeah. Mike got this man go on the air, deliver a coded message. Shut up, little man. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. Oh, come on. Now, we're going to listen to what he said. On the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all, Talk show time against a man's life. I don't see that in any argument. I can see you're really upset about this. It's alright. It's okay. Hello. Something to live for. Harlow, stand in place. Chris, stand up and wiggle your hips for us. I know that guy, but we're dull and bored. He's a nihilist. And I'll smash your face. For you, Take me off the air. But now, over any other 
Auspicious beginning. Indifferent to suffering and sensitive to joy. All of life is reduced to the common rubble of banality. War, murder, death. All the same to you as bottles of beer. And the daily business of life is a corrupt comedy. President Roosevelt's inaugural address? Yes. He's right. You know, it takes more than one sock in a jaw to lick 120 million people. Did he say 120 million people? Oh, we got a lot more people than that now. We're like at 329 or something. We got like 200 million more people in the United States. America, America. Hey, it's me, Chris T., American, broadcasting to you from uh, the inner sanctum. Things are getting all balled up at the home office. And if you know what movie I I cribbed that line from, give us a call at 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-A-V. My number is in Palm Springs, but I'm not. And uh, if you call, I, I promise to speak with you on the air. This show is happening live for the next, oh, 50 minutes. We got about 50 minutes left in the program. You can hear it over the web at thehoundnyc.com. And then. 
a little bit later on, available as a podcast. And then Tuesday, it will replay on thehoundnyc.com at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Podcast, by the way, at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and oh, so many more. Sometimes on SoundCloud, sometimes on YouTube. Very often YouTube flags it for copyright reasons, so YouTube probably not the best place to hear this program. This program has been around in one form or another since 1989. That's when I first started doing it. And um, I had a good long run at the freeform station of the nation, WFMU. And when I first showed up there, it was in East Orange, New Jersey, on the campus of Uppsala College, down in the basement of Froberg Hall, a fetid basement, if there ever was one, dank and dusty and musty and I'm sure it did permanent lung damage on me I'm fairly positive just being down in that basement hell I even worked there for a while I was I was the office assistant working down there and I learned I learned about radio about live doing live radio because back then you know you go on the air you give out the phone number folks would call in from all over because they had little to nothing else to do. There wasn't all this stuff to do that we're all doing now that we're stuck indoors. Me, I've been indoors for the most part for the last eight days. Eight days a week. Afraid to go outside because I might get this thing that might kill me because I have underlying morbidities. By the way, if there is a metal band out there you haven't named yourself yet, please consider Underlying Morbidities. Hey, this is Underlying Morbidities. We're here to melt your face. (sighs) So here I am in this extraordinary American moment. Nothing I ever has crossed my transom anything like this whatsoever, ever, not never. And, uh, and, 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 and we don't know. We don't know which way this thing is headed. Is this headed into the crapper? Or will we somehow pull out of this dive with maybe one wing intact? As we watch our fellow Americans tear each other's arms out over toilet paper... I exaggerate, of course. But sometimes it does seem a little too little too eyes wide shut, if you ask me. You know, where it, it ends in this morbid dance where the rich fuck us over. That's kind of my reading of Eyes Wide Shut. I would go into a deeper reading, but it's not my favorite Stanley Kubrick film by a long shot. It's probably at the at the at the bottom of the list. I would probably go through every other Stanley Kubrick film, including Day of the Fight, before I would arrive at Eyes Wide Shut. Mostly because of the execrable Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman I have other issues with, but uh, she's not nearly as execrable as uh, Tom Cruise. 
and I think when they made the film, they were a couple. It is a muddled mess, but this song now, when I hear this music, and it's it's obviously a classical piece. I even heard it on WQXR the other day, and I was like, wait a minute, isn't that the song from Eyes Wide Shut? But it's getting a little too Eyes Wide Shut out there. Living through an extraordinary moment. I don't remember anything like this. I've been around a minute. And uh, I was born a month before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Admittedly, as a child, as an infant, I had no awareness of what was happening in October of 1962. As uh, JFK went toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. And, uh, and made uh, Khrushchev back down. Back down, Khrushchev. He made a deal with Khrushchev. You put some missiles in Turkey, I'll pretend I don't see them, but you get those missiles out of Cuba right now. You hear me? You miserable commie. And there's been a lot since then. Obviously, I mean, the Vietnam War, if you got like a draft number and it was a low draft number and you really, really started thinking about, I may not be here anymore. I mean, I might go over there and not come back. It's blowing my mind. But I don't remember another moment like this until you get to 9-11. You know, in 9-11, the day that it happened on 9-11, right, I remember thinking, uh, well, who knows which way this thing's going to go. This this could be bad. Who knows? This could go one way or another. Yeah, you bet your sweets, Mr. Kami. But even that, even 9-11 is not like this because we went outside after that happened. We went outside. We spoke to each other. Sometimes we yelled and screamed at each other. But uh, we weren't socially distant from one another. Now, now we're holed up in our houses. Or whatever shelter we have. And some of us don't have shelter, obviously. Nah. We're holed up anyway, wherever we can be holed up. We're hunkered down. Trying to make sense of it all. And it makes no sense whatsoever. I find my sleep is disturbed. I find I have no concentration anymore. I made a lovely list of my downtime to-dos. All kinds of projects I want to get to. Audio projects. And uh, writing projects. And con Marie projects. You know, Marie Kondo with the, with the uh, clothes and the books and the papers and the miscellaneous items and the sentimental items. Going through all of it, deciding, does this motherfucking piece of shit spark joy? Go on. Come on, spark. Spark for me. Spark some joy for me. Why won't you Spark. Number here is 760 I call AV 760 
422-5528. Spark some joy. I would love for you to spark some joy by giving me a call. Let's connect. We don't have to be socially distant here. No. Call and uh, tell me your cabin fever cures. That's what we were going to talk about. Isn't it? Wasn't it? Didn't it? Wouldn't it? What are you doing to keep yourself from losing your, your goddamn mind right now? Uh, and uh, here's a little bit of an upside-down update. Let's check in with the news for just a moment. We go now to the New York Times. I will gladly share my subscription of the New York Times with you. This is from nytimes.com. On the front page, open the front page. They want me to join Harry's, the shaving club, and I say, screw you, Harry, and every single one of your crappy razors. I don't shave like that anymore. I am a wet shaver, a wet razor shaver. <laughs> I use an old-fashioned safety razor with the old-fashioned double-edged blades. I haven't moved up to the, you know, Sweeney, the demon barber of Fleet Street razor. No, I'm still using a, 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 a safety razor. But I tell you what, I get a BBS, a baby butt smooth shave with that damn thing. So screw you, Harry. But here's the important part of the New York Times front page. It says, with new state decrees, one in five Americans to be ordered indoors. One in five. Americans to be ordered indoors. New Jersey, Connecticut, and Illinois were preparing to follow the lead set by California and New York and telling people to stay mostly inside. The Federal Reserve moved to backstop municipal money market funds, and the U.S. was set to close borders with Mexico and Canada. Uh, continuing here from the New York Times. Right now, as states lock down, more than one in five Americans will soon be under orders to mostly stay indoors. And the Dow erased the Trump bump, ending the week below its level from the day before the president's inauguration. So, there goes my 401k. There goes my beautiful 401k. I used to look at that and I used to go, how did I manage the sock away so much? Oh, man, this is great. When I retire, I'll be okay. I don't, I don't think that anymore. I don't look at it and think that anymore. <sighs> now I have different thoughts. Let's see who's calling us here. It's a, uh, looks like a New Jersey area code. Hello, welcome to the program. Welcome to Aerial View. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? You sound rather distant, Chris. Well, I've been accused of that. Why are you so distant? How's that? Is that any better? Uh, are you using a different mic to pick up your the sound of your voice? Well, let me go and check. Now that you mention it, I should check the settings and make sure this thing is set properly. Because maybe something happened that not by my doing, because I... I'm like the president. I don't take responsibility. So was the cat chewing on something? Maybe the cat. No, I found the problem. Let me see if I could do this. There you right go. Right now, how's that? Any better? 
Clear as a mother's yeah, old bell. Yeah. Who am I speaking with, mystery person? This, this is listener Frank from Philly. Frank from Philly. Thank you for calling. I Frank. was, I was on your pre-hawk thing before. Oh yeah, I did a crib call from my crib here, uh, from the inner sanctum. I went on the Facebook Live video for a bit. I really do appreciate that people have been doing that. And um, I mentioned uh, phonograph DJ Mac, who, uh, along with Natalie, has done a couple of those Facebook Live video things. And also Tom Clark did a Tom TV the other day. That was interesting. So I might do more of those if we don't all die. Right, Frank? Yeah. Well, I had a project idea for you, if you care to indulge, uh, with the time that you have on your hands. Uh, all the clips that you play from various films, which I am so envious of, because I collect sound clips myself, and I do kind of do a radio show, like, oh, every month or something like that. And now it's been like about five since I've done my own show. Uh, maybe a add the video element to the sound. In other words, edit all the clips with the video intact. And make like a short like movie with the everything kind of sort of dissolving into each other as the the clips play is wow now that would that, be what that would be a lot of work wouldn't it for me gee whiz it would kill a lot of time anyway yeah i don't <laughs> i don't know that i have i mean I, I i don't paradoxically frank i don't really feel like i have a lot of time to kill even though you know, we're now being ordered, I guess. We, we will be soon by Governor Phil Murphy. We'll be ordered to stay indoors. Uh, by the way, mm. there was a press conference today. There was a meeting also with some governors earlier. Phil Murphy met with, uh, by video conference, with President Donald Trump. And Phil Murphy said, hey, mm. you know, we're running low on critical supplies. We need things. We need masks and gowns and, you know, ventilators would be yourself. nice. And, and that's essentially what the president said. Well, listen, if you can go get the stuff, great, go get it. And if you can't, come back here. And Phil Murphy was like, well, what's, you know, what's going to happen when I go and compete with the federal government to get some critical supplies? I mean, you think I'm going to win over the federal government? And Trump <laughs> laughed and thought that was hilarious. Uh, Trump also shouted down a reporter who asked the question, you know, what would you say to Americans yeah. who are frightened right now. Did you see that? Good Frank? Lord. I saw that. Yeah. What an, what an asshole. And oh boy. he, uh, he told him it was a nasty question and you know, you're not a really, nasty you're, question. you're a lousy reporter and your organization. People are looking for hope. You would think I would abandon hope because that was Obama's thing, but I've, uh, people are looking for hope. Right. That's essentially <laughs> what he said. Told him, told him to go screw. So he's like, he's like the he's a quintessential abusive father. Yeah, because that's Trump. what he had. See, kids learn what they see. That's what an old shrink used to tell me. Kids learn what they see. Think about that. So what did Donald Trump see growing up? He saw he saw what did you call this father a moment ago? Classic abusive father. Qu quintessential. I guess I, I used a, uh, uh, a five dollar word from what, yeah. my glorious college education. That I'm still I hope, paying for. Yeah, uh, I hope it's getting you where you want to go, that college education, Frank. That's all I well, can say. Uh, if I may be Frank. Uh, no, you, you um, must be Frank. You are Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, uh, yeah, I'm actually one of the few people who's probably still getting 
paid by uh, and uh, I have a very unique situation. I'll, I'll leave it at that, though. It's, uh, I'm, I'm quite lucky uh, with the job I have, which is actually uh, very similar to yours. I do. I'm a sound guy. So there you go. I, uh, you know, yeah, what's you know, what's a, a recession proof industry is the news. There's always going to be news right now. It's bad news. I um, thought that was the mob. The the mob? It's, you like it, it, I learned that on the Sopranos. Like it's like well, the, one of the few recession few th- uh, proof things is our our thing. Our thing. Well, you know that that's also I guess recession proof. Sure. Yeah, I would say. Turns out, I mean, Amazon may be recession proof. Uh, everybody's ordering from Amazon now. And then the other day, I found myself on the porch using the porch as a containment zone, wearing black nitrile gloves from Harbor Freight and wiping down everything they delivered with Clorox bleach wipes. And uh, now the cardboard has been sequestered, quarantined, if you will, on the porch, and I won't let that in the house for a good 48 hours. Oh, Jesus. I might actually just get rid of the cardboard, come to think of it. What a state to be in. Jesus Christ. Um, But it, what, I'm not, I mean, I don't think I'm even feeling what, how the the depth of this thing yet i mean i i i've been to the crowded supermarket um and uh so i've witnessed a few people with masks i think people are still going to the store and and there's a lot of people still roaming the streets here a little bit but uh uh evidence on facebook is a lot of people are are indoors but i'm about i'm probably going to venture out in a little while on my bicycle to go to the store and uh pick up a few items but uh in and out as quick as possible, but uh, I I don't know if the wave that we're that Italy has had has really crested here yet, and we I think we're gonna, we're in for a big surprise. Seriously, yeah, um, I, I um I don't want to be pessimistic and 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 doomy gloomy, you know, but I I I read today that we're like <laughs> we're like eight days behind Italy at this point, and if we don't take really rapid extreme measures to contain this thing it we could be in the same place where yeah there is a really rapid um decline in the availability of hospital beds and ventilators and uh, apparently the blood supply now there's a dire shortage in the blood supply um the stocks fell again today uh after going up a few points yesterday um there's just a lot that is is scary and frightening, and um, our president. There's a there's a, a law that was created during during wartime that would give the president power to mobilize certain industries to do certain things, right? Right. And he's right. now resisting the pressure to do that. He now has, has essentially signaled that um, uh, that that that's not going to be happening, and but. He, he but had, all the all indication that he seems to be in love with every sort of retailer or whatever business interest, quote unquote, that he invited on the dais where he was talking about uh, we're going to get through this or whatever, you know, about this uh, situation we're in. And uh, that seems like kind of a weird he kind of has these, these kind of schizophrenic uh, signals, you know, I love business. But I, you know, I won't engage them to, or you know, prompt them to do the right thing. Well, you know why, Frank. Pro- I mean, Frank, you know why, don't you? Do you, you do know why there won't be any pivot towards, 
using the federal government or the power of the executive branch to compel uh, these industries to do the right thing instead of um, expecting they're going to do the right the thing. Besides the fact that they're in, they he they basically essentially uh, uh, decrease the ranks of actual employees of of those government offices, and the fact that they're probably basically now all incompetence in those positions. Uh, besides that, uh, yeah. Besides that, I'm going for a more basic reason why Republicans and the GOP wouldn't mobilize the federal government or use it in such a way as to actually make people's mm. lives better, or at least in this case, save their lives. Very basic, uh, very basic reason, Frank. The reason, Frank, you want me to tell you the reason? They want, I'll tell you the reason. I'll they tell want us you. to die? Well, there's that. Thinning of the herd is, you know, awful, uh, but it's, you know, a, it's a lot of these folks, it's, I'm sure they think it's necessary. No, it's because it would give the lie to what they've been saying for how many years now, that government is broke and government doesn't work. Right. And government, uh, Ronald Reagan's famous line about the scariest words I ever heard was, I'm here from the government. Uh, I'm here to help you and I'm here from the government. Well, you yeah. know, the idea that the federal government could do anything to actually help people and make their lives better. Or again, in this case, just simply keep them from dying from a pandemic they they can't have that they can, because then people will go oh look you know the federal government did do something the federal government did help the federal government did help us did make life better so. it's kind of like they're employing the stop hitting yourself method of uh, gov you know governance now, defund a particular uh, facet of the government then say why oh look it doesn't work yeah you there know. there is that there is that you you uh, Definitely hit upon the method to the madness there, which is uh, the fund. It, like they, I mean, we we now are seeing this video emerge of what Donald Trump was saying in 2018 about the pandemic office that he disbanded, the one that Obama I don't put like together. A bunch of people around who are working, a bunch of people standing around who aren't working. So he thought that that's what those people did. That they didn't work. They didn't. They weren't. Ugh. They weren't in forty-nine other countries trying to see where the emerging threat would come from. Right. They were reduced to being in ten countries looking for the emerging threat, and you know now we're seeing the effects of of the systematic devaluing and even going to his own military and saying they needed to downgrade the percentage of risk that a pandemic posed to the safety and security and economy of the United States. The military, when they went to him and they said, hey, there's a 27% chance thereabouts of a pandemic breaking out that could really um, affect American society negatively, that could have a real uh, overwhelming impact on everything, hospitals, the infrastructure, the transportation logistics of this country. And... Yeah, they were told to downgrade that. They were told that that was too high, and and the reasoning I I don't know was it so they could shift money away, so they could say we don't need all of that money to address this threat because it really isn't that bad, and you're being alarmist, and it's not going to happen. But they were looking the other way. This is 
This is exactly what happened on 9-11. On, on 9-11, well, 9-11, not exactly. 9-11 was about the failure to connect the dots, right? The failure for these different right, agencies right. to work together because the FBI didn't like the CIA and they didn't like, you know, whatever else. So they didn't coordinate their information and they couldn't tell what the hell was going on really until it was far too late. This isn't that so much. This is more of what you said, Frank. This is the idea of devaluing this uh, this vital stuff because they didn't think it was vital. Yeah, it's a pernicious fist inside of an incompetent glove, basically. Hey, I hope that's the band that's opening for uh, underlying morbidities. Because <laughs> uh, I just well, see that. I've, I've dubbed uh, Trump uh, incompetus potyphus because basically he's a potyphus because he's the the president of making this thing more exacerbated than it had to be this whole uh pandemic that we're going through and i think about the last six weeks you know the i mean not the last six weeks but the six weeks between these doctors in seattle saying uh you know we have a problem and wanting to um use these test swabs that they had been doing they had been swabbing people for a different reason entirely really right. it was a, a study of the seasonal flu in seattle but then this doctor said we could repurpose these swabs we could use these swabs to see where this coronavirus is because they had a case of it and we could see maybe how far it's spread and maybe we can try to contain it and they were told, no, you can't repurpose those swabs because you didn't get permission when you took those swabs for this coronavirus test. And so, so is that a, was that a, uh, a limitation that was a function of the CDC, the federal government, or something else? It was the CDC. It was the CDC who said, no, you can't repurpose these swabs. And then it was, I don't know who it was who, who said to the World Health Organization, we ha- you know, when they said, by the way, we have these coronavirus testing kits from Germany. We could send you a whole bunch of them. Do you want yeah. them? And then they were told, <laughs> mm, nah, we're good. We're good. We'll be good. So, Right. And the reason for that is, well, I've heard uh, this is might be inaccurate or semi-accurate that uh, they wanted not to use the German ones because somebody in the administration was invested in a company that was making their own tests. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. So yada, 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 the grift continues, supposedly, allegedly. The grift goes on. Dun, 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 dun. The grift goes on. Dun, dun, hey, shift uh, yes, gears right? a little bit. Uh, how do I sound, by the way? Because um, you sound I'm fantastic. actually... What? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. No, I said you sound fantastic, Frank. What's your sound? Okay, I'm, I'm talking through... A TLM one hundred and three through a, a Focusrite, and uh, and even the the Focusrite's a little wonky. I can't monitor duplex through it. I had to switch. I have another little old Yamaha box that I'm actually here listening to your voice through. So look at you! I'm with talking genius desktop ta- solutions. We're like the same person, Phil. It's weird. It's very strange. I don't have an RE twenty though. Um, I got two of them, and both of them were free. That was the best part. So I happened to be uh, there when they were throwing them out. Who was throwing them out? I uh, My old employer. 
They decided... Like, really? SiriusXM was tossing them? They, they decided they were going to go to different microphones entirely, and we don't need these anymore, and we, we can't sell them, really. It's just, We're just going to write them off. So, uh, you know, I managed to snag. <laughs> I say snag a couple. It's, so. it's a wonder that uh, they're owned by a hedge fund, mostly, right? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know what's going on yeah. over there uh, these days. I, 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 I don't really keep up, let's say. I think I'm at the point now that I've, I've been away from there long enough that I probably, there's maybe one or two people there that I will continue talking to. One was a friend before I started, and the other became a friend while I was there. But beyond that, I, there's nobody there that I am speaking with or in touch with. I hope they're all okay. I don't wish anybody ill during this whole thing. This is kind of horrifying what's going on. And how are you handling yeah. it, Frank? Are you what are you doing to keep the anxiety level tamped down? Uh, let's see. I have stacks of various unopened bills to go through because I pretty much uh, paid stuff online and I well, just just merely just sorting them and, you know, putting them in a box to put in storage for you know, a number of years until I decide to throw them away. And then uh, I have a huge record collection that I'm in the middle of uh, uh, purging uh, some of the, the, the crappier condition or slash the stuff I never listen to. So yeah, if we come out of this, if we come out of this, we're all going to have less stuff. Something tells me. I hope so. Yeah, and less money. Of I hope. Well. Uh, well, what do you make of this $1,000 check we're supposed to get? You know, um, it's uh, it's not going to go to everybody. Um, some pe- I think it's if you, you had to have earned like seventy five grand or less. Uh, okay. So um, I, I will get a check. Uh, yeah, I will, I will get a check. Um, I'm not going to say no to a check. Uh, nope. And a friend of mine who lives upstate was saying... You know, is this like buying the vote? Is everybody going to think, hey, this guy sent me? <laughs> and I said no, because every time they look at that check, they're going to think, this is the check they sent me for ruining life as we know it. This is a down payment on, on mitigating your fuck up. <laughs> you know, um, if he gets reelected, I would be very, very, very surprised. I was very surprised last time, obviously. So there's no saying. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but this is a little hard to get the stink of this thing off of somebody. It's going to be a, it's going to be a bit difficult to get the stink of this off of himself. Yeah, and his head may just tr- explode before it's all over. These Trump supporters are so recalcitrant in their support. Some of them are just nuts with, yeah, but he's, he's clearing regulations to make, uh, make the business work better so they can do the tests. And I'm like, that's not happening. Yeah, I don't know what you're believing the bullshit that he spouts and not, you know, everything is fake news. Everything's fake news. Yeah, you so. know, they, they, they must be feeling backed into a corner, you know, uh, over this whole thing. Because, I mean, the, most of the country is freaking the fuck out and they're over there saying... You know, what's, I mean, I I got into it today with uh, one of the many truck drivers who's still a friend of mine on the social media, on the Facebook, right. because he found me through my old job and then found me on Facebook and, you know, has stuck around because he liked me. And 
they find that, you know, I mean, now that I don't have to abide by whatever rules were in place about what you say and what you don't say, I pretty much say everything that's on my mind. And uh, I mean, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. I feel like this is such an extraordinary moment that I got to say these things because who knows? None of us, as Tom Jones once said, are guaranteed a tomorrow. Do you know what I mean, Frank? Mm. So I'm going to say yeah. these things because if I don't say them now, when the hell would I ever say these things? And, and today a driver said to me, because I, I, I put up uh, his thing, I, I put up this thing about, you know, this meme, Sweet Tea suggested that yesterday we were talking and she said, what if they took these cruise ships, repurposed them as floating hospitals? Hospital you know, ships. Uh, and, and, yeah. and I said, hey, that's a good idea. I, I put the meme up on Facebook, and right away this Trump-supporting truck driver said, hey, that was all over the news yesterday. This is what I'm talking about. You're so busy hating Donald Trump, you can't even process the good parts, LOL. And I was like, wait, the good parts include so many people getting sick, we have to offload them onto commandeered cruise ships for the duration, and... I said, you know, I'm in awe of this need of yours to brightside a goddamn disaster. But I'd ask you to take a step back and see this for the absolute utter failure of leadership that it is. And also, while you're at it, do a thought experiment. Imagine this was happening under Barack Obama. How would you feel mm. now? Would you be screaming for him to be dragged out of the White House, to be arrested, to be thrown in jail? Or would you be applauding the good parts when he announces that sick Americans might go on a cruise to oblivion? Is that is that? Uh, yeah. I mean, can you at least be honest about anything here? Because, and then Frank, I realize you know these people are lost to us. They've been lost to us for a long time. And by these people, I mean the ones that are completely in the tank for this president, no matter what he does. I mean, they he could come to their house and attack them with a chainsaw and they would say well at least it was an american-made chainsaw he didn't he didn't use <laughs> he didn't use one of those chinese chainsaws he used a chainsaw that was made in america and they would be they only see they only see the gold part of the golden shower i, 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 I guess i guess you're right I'll spare you my other scatological analogy. <laughs> that chainsaw sounds terrific. Oh, thank you. Through my I, uh, through the headphones. I, I, I'm glad you were able to hear that. Look at that. Uh, so uh, here we are with a scant 17 minutes to go uh, on aerial view, and <sighs> I'm exhausted by all this. It's already it's been eight days. It's already exhausting. We got to figure out how to keep our energy up what are you doing to keep your energy up frank and he by the way i was looking for cabin fever cures i haven't gotten a single one you, you have any of those uh, uh i don't know uh let's see well for energy i don't know i have a nice uh uh english-ish breakfast of eggs and beans i don't know if that's helpful but since we're all probably going to move to canned goods at some point maybe get the use of the taste of beans if you don't like them at this point um so I suggest yeah. the black beans, even though those seem to move rather quickly off the shelf uh, the supermarket. Yeah. 
Good yeah, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to go to the store. We're trying to order stuff uh, online. You know, we're trying to order stuff from a couple of different places that are supposedly delivering stuff. And you go there and it says, by the way, we're not delivering stuff right now. Good luck with that, essentially. Is what well, uh, the uh, Terminal Market, which is like the famous Philadelphia institution of like tons of vendors have offered free shipping for their for for various food items but they're like from what i understand i haven't actually tried to sign up yet they're like a week 10 days behind on getting deliveries out so that's i guess that's deliveries good if uh, they can keep up with it you know um if the the gears stay on the machine you know but uh you it know, might be your wait your wait time might be a little protracted i think you know for, you know I would love to talk to a prepper right now. You're not a prepper, are you? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be a prepper? Um, uh, I no, I have not buried a oh, refrigerator wait, 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 in my wait. backyard. Some preppers are calling in. Let me take this call. Don't hang up though. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, those were the preppers. See? Get it? Preppers calling in. Yes, I. There. Yeah. As long as you. Wow. Well, so um, no cabin fe- fever cures, no board games. Are you? I, I, I hate to ask this, Frank. Are you a single fella? You got a family? I have a, a a daughter who's who slept over the other night, who uh, lives elsewhere, but uh, probably won't see her for quite a bit. Can you know uh, if things escalate? Uh, girlfriend does not live here either, so I'm uh, at the moment very solitary, but. Uh, I'm sure uh, you know visits for various reasons can be worked out um, uh, okay. in the in, in the midst of all this. But uh, at the moment, I'm being encouraged uh, by at least one person just you know to stay in. Yeah, mostly. Oh, I you know but, listen, I I would encourage anybody within the sound of my voice. Hopefully, they're indoors. Hopefully, they're not listening to this outdoors. Really, um, we need everybody. We need everybody now to to do the right thing and to try to flatten this curve you've been hearing that expression over and over again flatten the curve flatten the curve i'm going to create a new expression by the way because you know the trump bump has now (laughs) disappeared and we now have the the trump dump as i like to call it it's now i'm calling because i haven't seen it yet frank somebody maybe somebody called it the trump dump But I hope it's me. I was in Mr. Trump's office when his secretary announced there would be a massive dump. Mr. Trump responded by stating to the effect, wouldn't that be great? Ah, I love a nice edit. There you, <laughs> there, there you go. See, I, that's that's just for you. So uh, are you oh. in lockdown, by the way, in Philadelphia? Has the uh, governor mm-hmm. said anything to people? It's not Ed Rendell anymore. Who Who's the governor? Uh, uh, Wolf. Um, no, That's... we haven't had a lockdown yet. We have on non-essential in, um, uh, businesses closed, and they, what was on the list was kind of amazing to some people, and now is off the list was laundromats. So. That's been removed, and now people can go to the laundromat. Uh, and spread um, their co- coronavirus oh. germs everywhere. Great. Yes, yeah, just awesome. great. Uh, um, oh, uh, I wanted to mention. I. I I actually, I think I posted on one of your threads that sound clip of uh, a, a bit of pre-roll of Trump before he made that speech, where he's uh, he, he's 
says, oh, fuck. And then he's uh, also had like, uh oh, I got a bark on my shirt. Anybody got some white stuff? And I've been uh, I cleverly excerpted that last little bit, you know, and, you know, anybody anytime anybody talks about is Trump on drugs. I just pop that clip up there. So, wow, maybe, maybe this is maybe something recent. Wait somewhere. a minute. Did this did this happen recently? You said or is this where's how? Old yeah, is before the before the May is probably like about I'm guessing like maybe probably about eight days ago. Uh, it uh, I'll, I'll drop it somewhere where you can where you can actually uh pick it up and and maybe download it um but it's yeah that. this happened uh this is just like some somebody tweeted this out and i was like you know i was like oh i like a nice uh outtake <laughs> well so i just I, I i downloaded it and uh it's it resides on my hard drive at the moment so um, i would listen to that in a heartbeat Okay, I thought you might have caught it, but I guess not. But no, uh, I, I will I, send it your. I, I'll I, send it your way. I don't remember hearing this. I could be wrong. I don't remember hearing. I that. wish I had to set up. I don't have a mixer or anything. I could just pop it up on my computer with, uh, you know, because I can actually, uh, with this uh, computer, I can actually send to different sound cards. But I don't have a. Well, uh, where did he go? Oh, sorry about that, Frank. That might have been me. Damn it. I was just trying to look up another number, and I did that. It wasn't on purpose, Frank. Hey, feel free to call back if you want. We got about ten minutes. I was just, I was just trying to look up a number for somebody else, and just to get him on the phone and uh, say hello and see how things are. I'm trying to call a Californian. This is the call a Californian part of the program. And uh, I'm going to see if I can get a Californian on the line. They have been ordered to stay indoors and not go out for really any reason, unless you're going to... Wait, the dispensary delivers, so you don't even have to... see if we can get a typical Californian on the phone. Maybe possible. Let's try it. Hello. Hey, Cato. It's me, Chris T. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm. I'm. I'm very well, thank you. I'm finding things to do. We actually have more employment right now than pre-corona. How is that possible? You're the only two people benefiting from this thing. Wait a minute. We what are you, benefiting from it. What, what do you got? Uh, masks on markup. What do you got? Sanitizer for sale. <laughs> What do you got? No, we're 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 painting a, a house. A guy has uh, bought a cute little house here, and he's gutting it. Mm. And there's painting and floor finishing, and so there's only a few people there, and we're not congregating, and um, we're doing work and getting paid for it. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, yeah. I tell you, since last we saw you. We being me and Sweet Tea, the world has changed utterly. I mean, I can't believe. Can you believe how much the world has changed since we saw you? Can in you February? believe that? And that was just one month ago. It was just one month ago, and you know that word. Uh, I, I is it idle? I d y l l, or I think that's how you say it. That word keeps coming to mind because it was like the last idol. Well, you know, Chris, it hasn't changed that much for us. We're already living that life. You know, you're that's already Mark, living the life of, of preppers. That's true. You're kind of, you're semi-prepped, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're, we've been kind of 
we've been holed up in our trailer here now for going on three years. So we're like, okay, yeah. another day. Um, uh, Cato and Murray are out in Ramona, California, and uh, it's a lovely spot. It's a little bit, um, I, you know, 40 minutes uh, n- northeast of San Diego, 45 minutes maybe. The way I drive, it's like 35 minutes probably. Um, yes. And, you know, there's not a lot of people out there, so they're already socially distancing, and that's good. Um and I really, I kind of wish I was where you guys are right now, instead of here on the edge of the abyss. You see what yes, I'm saying? Because, yeah, well, you guys are, hey, you're on lockdown too, right? Or yeah, New yeah. York is, I don't know about yeah. Jersey. I don't know if, if it's been officially announced yet by the governor. There's a report in the New York Times that, yeah, New Jersey will go on lockdown soon. Yeah, well, we got, our governor spoke to us last night, and I, I have to say, he, he spoke very well he it was he listened to him and he said you know what you got a 50 50 chance chances are 50 percent of you are going to come in contact with it and this is what we're going to do about it and he's very straightforward and you know doing the let's keep the peace and humanitarian talk which was sounded sincere and uh made it be like hey we're all in this together so it was on because it's the first time I heard a politician tell the truth. It's Jimmy Carter. You know, uh, Gavin Newsom also easy on the eyes, right, Cato? Did you see? Did you see he, him on the TV or did you hear him on the radio? I saw him on the TV. Yeah, and he is easy on the eyes. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. uh, he's on and the Bill. On. He, he's on the Bill Maher show every once in a while. Yeah, he seems like a trustworthy sort, the kind that is going to come out and not mess around with you, like our president, for instance. So. Right. Maybe you're feeling a little more reassured that if you clamp things down, maybe you can get on top of this. But over here on the well, East Coast, well, the state of California voted for him, but mm. our little our little red dot pocket here in Ramona, they that <laughs> Newsom's not their friend. No. So we try to avoid those conversations when yeah. we're at the wine bar. But, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Um, it's probably for the yeah, best. Yeah. Like I shouldn't get into it with truck drivers on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Same thing. So, yeah. um, you know, I called this particular episode of Aerial View, I called it Cabin Fever Cures, but so far I haven't really gotten a single one. I would love to get one, Cato, from either you or Murray before we're done talking here. So well, give me a Cabin, cabin Fever Cure. Cabin Fever Cure for us is longer coffee in the morning. And I, myself, when I have some free time from my painting employment, will be hitting my sewing machine. Oh, that's nice. Sewing stuff yeah. up. Yeah, making stuff. Good. Yeah, I so like I'm, I'm going to make stuff, and, and the fabric stores won't be open, therefore I won't be able to buy a pattern, so I'm going to have to really be creative. And Why don't you use curtains, whole thing from, like uh, Gone with the Wind or Carol yeah. Burnett's show, you know? I do have some cool fabric, so now is the time to like create a fashion. So when this is all over, I can wear it and go out and be like, "Hey, that's this is my coronavirus suit." That's right. And what about Murray? Murray has four motorcycles to build. All right, man. Hey, did the five fifty sell yet, or no? Should we tell people if you need no, a Honda? It's, just sitting there. it's still sitting there. Hey, if anyone needs a sweet Honda five fifty, contact uh, me on my aerial view page, and I'll put you in contact with Murray. How's that? Yeah. And uh, you'd have to go. 
Now, are you gonna, Murray? Are you gonna ship that? Are you gonna ship that thing, or should do you want local pickup? Which is it, Murray? You could ship it. You could crate that thing up and send it someplace. You Empty the fluids and drop down the handlebars and what else you got to do? Deflate the tires. And or they just put hooks on the floor and away it goes. There you go. But most likely right. is the, is the most COVID nineteen safe thing because you want to cover your face and, and motorcycle helmet. You wear gloves, motorcycle gloves. You got a point there. Thank you for making it. Hey, I'm going to let you guys go because I'm out of road, but it's been great speaking to you for a little bit. And please stay safe, Cato and Murray, over there in uh, Ramona in California. California, the whole state, 40 million people, the biggest state in the union, locked down. Locked down. Never thought I would see it happen. An entire state, a state that size. The biggest state in the union. On lockdown. And we will be soon. I think by the time this show ends, New Jersey will be on lockdown. And I only hope, friends, that we meet here again next Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. On the houndnyc.com. Don't forget, Hound Howls every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, followed by Crashing the Party. With Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop chop shop of the air. And this program becomes a podcast sometime between now and Tuesday, 6 p.m. when it replays. And uh, you can find it wherever you get podcasts. That is at Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, sometimes SoundCloud, sometimes YouTube. I, I would love everybody to keep alive until next week. That's that's That's... Really, the minimum that you need to do is not die. Uh, Everything else is optional, so we can focus our energy on that. Why don't we do that and uh, strip away the unessential? And remember, as I always have heard, all is in permanence. All is in permanence. I say all is in permanence. The winter cream, the juniper, the cornflower and the chicory Well, all of the words you said to me are still vibrating in my head The LBS and the linden tree, the dark and deep enchanted sea The trembling moon and the stars unfurled, oh, there she goes, my Johnny Fogel